You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 99 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. In this podcast episode, I want to talk about um, something that's discussed often with younger individuals when they look at their parents and they hear stories about what their parents had to struggle through and they compare that situation or they compare those stories to their current everyday life. And it leads a lot of younger people to think to themselves, did my mom and dad grow up in the greatest time to grow up that there has ever been in the world? Are baby boomers one of the luckiest generations alive, financially speaking? And it is a question that I think about every now and then, um, specifically when you hear about all the economic turmoil and all the uh, um, adverse stuff younger people are going through nowadays with inflation, costs of healthcare, um, high costs of education, and all that. So I dug in a little bit more and I really analyzed what it was like, financially speaking, for baby boomers um, from 1983 up until this year, 2023, and what were all of the pros and cons they experienced, financially speaking, that either proves that they are the luckiest generation alive, or maybe they did experience a lot more adversity than we give them credit for. So to start out again, I think it's important to emphasize that a lot of people are asking if baby boomers are the luckiest generation alive from a financial standpoint because of what they're experiencing, younger generations, because of what they're experiencing currently. And if you look at a lot of the primary struggles a lot of younger people point to and go, well, nobody else has ever had to fight through this before. I think they're looking at four basic areas. And one of those basic areas is something that just popped up recently. And the four are um, healthcare. So the cost of healthcare is absolutely outrageous. Um, a lot of younger individuals are foregoing care or just putting it off for the pure fact that they can't afford it and they don't want to have to pay for something they don't necessarily think they're going to get great results from. And that's our healthcare system in a nutshell right now. Education is another one. You're told to study hard in high school, grow up, go to college, and you'll get a good job. And that job will be able to pay you for the rest of your life to be able to pursue and live the American dream. And that certainly has not been the case over the last 15 years. Going to college and getting a degree has far more often put people into financial turmoil then it has produced the type of results that they promised. Now, going to college and getting an education is still the number one way to get ahead in America, financially speaking, but it hasn't produced the results that it had previously for older generations like baby boomers. The other area is housing. How expensive is it to buy a house right now? And I know this is more of a recent phenomenon, especially the last couple of years, but comparatively, even older millennials and Gen Xers had to pay a little bit more than what baby boomers had to for housing from a salary or compensation comparative apples to apples standpoint. And then over the last couple of years, can you imagine trying to find just a livable house, a starter family home 
that you don't have to fix up or put a lot of money into for under $350,000 now, where 10 years ago you were looking at options like that that cost under two hundred grand. It's outrageous what younger individuals today, and I'm glad I don't fall into that category, have to um, endure to look for their first home. And then finally, inflation for the first time in a long, long time is absolutely skyrocketing. And that is causing a lot of individuals who haven't had the chance to put a lot of their money away in investment markets to be able to keep up or exceed current inflation in big trouble. So younger generations are asking that question about baby boomers because they've struggled with health care, education, housing, and now historic inflation rises. But has baby boomers gone through the same type of turmoil, financially speaking? Well, let's go back 40 years. Let's go back to 1983 and just look at some of the adverse events that happened that affected baby boomers along their financial journey. And the first big one that I think of when you go back into the 80s is in 1987 when uh, Black Monday arrived and there was this historic drop in investment markets. And that was probably very, very scary for a lot of people because there wasn't a lot of information. It's not like you could get on your your phone and hit up social media and get an inside look at what was happening. So that was probably pretty pretty scary and probably gut-wrenching for a lot of baby boomers. Uh, The savings and loan crisis that hit between 1986 and 1995 was probably pretty traumatic, but there were a lot of other financial institution options out there, so I don't think it was that great. Um, Between 1983 and 2015, right around there, there's a lot of international problems that a lot of them, that a lot of Americans didn't feel the the brunt from. There were Asian, Russian, and Argentinian financial crises and depressions and stuff like that. So I don't think that was too big of an issue for a lot of baby boomer Americans. In 2000, obviously we had that big dot-com bubble and the three-year recession, which was huge. And then the big one, the one that really makes people stop and think, the one that still probably provides a lot of heartburn for baby boomers, and one that will stick in their mind for a long, long time, and that was the Great Recession in 2007-2008. That was a huge one because a lot of baby boomers were financially um, set I don't want to say well off, but a lot of them probably felt pretty set. And then that happened and layoffs crept in and investment markets dropped like a rock and people saw retirement savings get cut in half in some cases. And then in addition to that, they also experienced and struggled through the COVID situation, which I think most generations alive today had to deal with that as well. So as you can see from 1983 to 2023, there wasn't an ongoing slew of negative financial things that baby boomers had to deal with. It was a pretty normal economic environment. Wages kept up with other um, key products like healthcare and housing that baby boomers wanted to get their hands on, which was nice. It's a way um, a good economy should roll. And as a result of the economic conditions that they experienced over the last 40 years, here's some of the, the benefits that came out of that period. The first is the price of or the increase from a percentage standpoint of stocks. So if you were a baby boomer in 1983 and you were able to afford to put away just a little bit of money, your investments that fell into individual stocks or stock type portfolios was an increase of 7,930%. That's astronomical. And now you think, well, not everybody invests in stocks. Some people invest in bonds. Bond investments increased 1,060% which is huge. 
Well, what about housing? What if you bought a home for $30,000, $35,000 in the early 80s? Well, my guess on average, you're not guess, but on average, those housing prices have grown by 515%. So you could buy a $30,000 house and now it's worth 515% more 40 years later. That is a heck of a net worth anchor for baby boomers. And then you look at things like inflation. Historic inflation from 1983 to 2023 is about 2.84%. So when we talk about cost of goods and the the increasing cost of those goods and services that baby boomers needed to afford and needed to rely on as they got older, um, didn't outpace the cost of, or didn't outpace the increase of wages that they experienced. And that 2.84% includes education, healthcare, and housing, which are the three big ones that a lot of people are having trouble with right now. And then you look at other social programs that were provided that baby boomers are taking advantage of right now, like social security. If you're a baby boomer and you're on social security or getting ready to take social security, chances are it's going to be safe. There's not going to be a lot of changes and it's something you can realistically rely on for the rest of your life. Older generations, not as much. And then you look at the advancements in technology and healthcare over the last 40 years and realize how nice it must be to be a baby boomer to experience all those things from a quality of life standpoint because you got to experience what it was like before and now you have the the new era of technology today and you get to make the determination of if something was better in the past or is it better now and you get to experience both of those worlds and move forward with both of them in your back pocket as far as creating the best quality of life for yourself. And not a lot of other generations can look back and say that things were as rosy as it has been for baby boomers in the last 40 years. And I have no idea if things turn and all of a sudden things get really, really good and investment markets pop and just great things happen. Who's to say Gen Xers, Millennials, and Gen Zers can't experience the same thing or will not experience something better? That very well might be the truth. But from what we've seen up to this point, it's going to be very, very hard for a lot of these generations to top the experiences, financially speaking, that baby boomers were awarded over the last 40 years. So if you're a baby boomer listening to this, congratulations. You lived through one of the best financial times or financial periods America has had to offer. And if you're somebody younger than a baby boomer listening to this podcast episode, just know that things could turn around. They could get better because they have been better in the past. And if you get a chance to talk to a baby boomer, get their perspective, talk to them about what their experiences have been over the last 40 years, and maybe it will put what you're going through in better context considering now you know how much better it was for them than you think it is for you currently. So there it is. Are baby boomers the luckiest generation alive? Financially speaking, I would say without a doubt the answer to that is 100% yes. And it's just my gut feeling that A generation is not alive yet today who will experience that type of prosperity, financially speaking, moving into the future. If you like this content or if there are any other questions or podcast topic ideas you'd like me to talk about, feel free to email podcast at farmdfp.com. If you're interested in learning more about the financial planning services I provide, feel free to visit farmdfp.com. Dot com and take a look at my website and feel free to schedule yourself a free consultation if you want to talk. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. 
The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.